Our podcast is about a town, a small town, and the people who live in the town. But unlike the wholesome, innocent town you read about after plucking those digests from your local grocery store checkout line, when Archie and his friends traveled from the page to the small screen, a few dark, mysterious secrets came along for the ride. Murder, scandal, and ulterior motives abound in the small town of Riverdale. And we are out to find the truth. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Blue and Gold, a Riverdale podcast with Pep. Tonight, we'll be discussing episodes 5, 6, and 7 of the new CW series, Riverdale. I'm your editor-in-chief, as always, Kelly Z, and joining me tonight on the discussion is... Jamie. Jack. Leva. All right, the gang's all here. School is now in session. So to start off with, um, because we're about halfway through uh, season one, what's your general consensus of the show so far? Are you still enjoying it? Do you still like the characters? Do you still like where the storyline is going? I still think it's crack. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, why am I still watching this? Oh, God, I need the next episode right now. I need to start doing this, slapping your arm. It's, it's bad. If you wait till May, they'll all be on Netflix. <laughs> you watch them over and over. I freaking hate the parents. They're assholes. That's what we're going to delve into tonight in <laughs> detail, yes. I will say I am enjoying the show now, <laughs> if my cynicism and sarcasm wasn't apparent enough in the last uh, episode oh, yeah. of this podcast. I was a bit more making fun of this show. I think it was uh, episode five or six. That, like I texted all of you, and I was like, you guys! <laughs> I like the show now. I'm in. In these last three episodes, we like delve deeply into the home lives of these characters and their parents. So like in episode five, we start with Cheryl Blossom and getting into her gothic nightmare of a family um, and her parents. And we kind of see a little bit more about why she is the way she is. And also, I mean, in those episodes, we find out more about the Coopers mm-hmm. Um, Josie's dad and uh, Jughead's dad as well. So I think these three episodes were very, like, parent-heavy. And, like, yeah. what is up with the parents in Riverdale? I think I even texted you that. Like, yeah. what is wrong with these parents? These are, no, every parent except for Fred is horrible on the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope Fred stays okay. I hope we don't, like, find I out know. more his backstory with, like, Jughead's dad and everything. I feel like he's, like, just the normal guy and it's just Jughead's dad that's, like, screw up but yeah. we'll get there when we cross that bridge and talk about that but yeah he's like legit the only parent i'm like wow you're the only non-asshole parent <laughs> in the show so far and he's hooking up with hermione so, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the coopers uh do you think betty's dad could be a suspect betty's mom could be a suspect i think uh, it's too easy i love betty's <laughs> mom's reaction to yeah. like when yes, uh, when Betty confronts him and she just starts like off the deep end with that laughter, like he couldn't do I it. I almost thought she was crying because she had her hand covering her face, but then you see it's just la- like maniacal laughter. Yeah, evil Alice Cooper. I'm I, so tripping that I never caught on to that in like the first four episodes. I am weirded out about the freaking grandmother chick. Oh my god! Hello. <laughs> you know what I thought She's of a Riverdale the chi- horror story. Yeah, I thought of the others. No, remember in the others that creepy mm-hmm. like medium lady. That's yep. like the first thing that I was like, holy crap, this lady is freaking weird. But it was like awesome. The horror, the horror. It was awesome. <laughs> <Party>. <laughs> I, I, don't, I think it's too obvious that it's yeah. the dad. 
Yeah. I, I still think it could be the mom. Mm. And maybe the dad's trying to protect her as an yeah. accomplice. But I, I don't know. I think it's still... Mm. I don't know if I believe that anymore. I know at the end, I'm like, it could be the mom. Well, but now I don't know anymore. At the end of episode four, at the drive-in when um, the sheriff's wall, murder wall is torn down, we do see in episode five, uh, Betty's dad has a bunch of those files that he's going through. So I wonder if that was him that did it or if he got those files. Again, I'm wondering if he took down the wall because maybe he's trying to protect someone. Maybe we'll find out Betty has multiple personalities, and she's the one that did it, oh, and then yes. they're the one who to For protect her. For a while, her. we thought yeah. Betty mm-hmm. was Polly, but now yeah. we've met yeah. Polly. Yeah. At the sister's I don't know. Oh, I really, have we? Dad's, yeah. protecting, Dad's protecting somebody, and I don't yeah. know who. It's going to be like he, Westworld, and you get the last episode, I don't episode know if he thinks he's protecting this was Polly. all different timelines, like, mm-hmm. mix up. Yeah, I don't know who he thinks he's protecting, or who he's protecting, but I feel yeah. like it's too obvious that he would be the killer. Mm-hmm. So I think he's doing it to protect someone. Mm-hmm. But I don't know who yet. And Polly being pregnant, you saw that one coming, mm-hmm. right? I saw you that called one coming that one. right away. <laughs> I figured that would be, they would be disgraced by that. And so let's just ship her away so nobody yeah. sees that mm-hmm. she, you know, how dare yeah. have this baby, you know, out of yeah. wedlock kind of thing. And so I was just like, man, I'm telling you, this girl's pregnant. There's something, something's not right. And sure enough, I was like, I knew it. When I saw you, I was like, I told you. I knew it. I knew it. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, uh, yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting to see there's a, an interesting twist the entire thing of, like, who did do it, you know? What if it's someone we're not even thinking about, like, another character that's going to be introduced later? What, what if uh, what if Archie's mom did it? I mean, you just never know when, when she's introduced in. Ooh, you know? Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald. <laughs> Ooh, you might be bad. I think she comes in on the 16th. The 16th. The 16th. Well, that's weird because there's only 13 episodes. Ah! <laughs> I, see, I see what you did there, though. Maybe Maybe 16 candles show. I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> well, she'll show up for breakfast. Yeah. At uh, uh, Shermer High on a Saturday <laughs> in March. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we see that Polly escapes uh, mm-hmm. on the same night that Jughead and Betty find the car with all of the stuff in it, uh, including Jason Blossom's jacket, which at the end of episode seven, then we find is in a certain closet of somebody. Weebo's future's mm-hmm. DILF boyfriend's yeah. <laughs> closet. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Which leads us to Jughead and yeah. his dad and that whole... Episode seven was very emotional. I enjoyed that episode a lot. I think that was one of my favorites so far. There was, was, I'm yeah. a sucker for anything father-son. Like, mm-hmm. it gets me every time. And yeah, that episode seven with Jughead and his dad definitely... Pulled on some heartstrings there. Mm-hmm. Do you think he can get his act together? No. <laughs> I think he really wants to, but I feel like he's just headed know, down the dark yeah. path. It's like, do you no, think he really wants to? Do you think that's just Like, do you think he's he's trying so hard to cover up like who he is, and like he doesn't really care? Well, let me say that I think I definitely see the love that he has for his family, mm. but he knows how much of a screw up he is. You know, and I think he's trying to, like he said to Fred, he doesn't want his son to look at him like he's garbage anymore. You know, I think that was a true and honest line, but I don't know if he even thinks he can pull his act together. But that whole episode was so sad for me. I mean, especially at the end with Jughead and his dad and him saying, I'm going to get my act together. It's going to take me a month, maybe two at the most. And just Jughead's (laughs) Jughead's face was just heartbreaking to me. That means he's got something going on. Yeah. You don't put a timeline yeah. on, no. like, well, I'm going to clean up my act. It'll take me a month, yeah. maybe two. Like, 
Mm-hmm. You know, you, I, you I think know that, that was just desperation. As someone who had uh, who had an alcoholic father, I've seen a lot of the same things that he does in him. Like it, a lot of empty promises or things you want to do, but they just can't for whatever reason. They just something within their own mind blocks them from achieving a better life, a better goal. Like, all right, cool, cool, cool. I'm, I'm off the wagon. I mean, I'll say, you know, I won't fall off the wagon and then fall off the wagon. You know, it's like they, they have every intention, just no follow through. And I don't know if that's just like a personality flaw, but like that was very reminiscent to me of that. It's like, yeah. you're not going to get your act together. You're the, not going to clean yeah, it up. The impression I've seen I got, this. I've heard this story yeah, on Jughead's face. The you know, Cole Sprouse like acting that part out. Yeah, like, got the impression that he's heard that from his yeah, dad. Yeah, exactly. Of times and that's I, I totally yeah. related to Jughead there. Yeah, like I think probably because of these episodes, he's quickly become like one of my favorites. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. Just because like oh yeah, I gotcha. He's very fun to follow <laughs> on Twitter, by the way. Too, he's very funny. <laughs> uh, what about okay? So Josie and the Pussycats when we had the first podcast, mm, were kind of, like, Valerie. on our mm, shit list. Because, well, they hadn't been fleshed out at all. It was just a weird first scene with them. Mm-hmm. But now that they have, what do you think about those characters? I feel bad, you know, now that you know more about the father and the situation with that, you because even, like, her mom, I kind of was like, man, she's kind of a bitch. But then, then you, the you see why, and you're like, the dad's a jerk, and, you know, and he treats him so badly, and it's Douche just... Canoe. It's just always, <laughs> you know, having that expectation, she it feels like she has to always be yeah. perfect, I think, and obviously the mom for the dad, or it's just not up to yeah. the standard. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. and what a horrible feeling to have, and how stressful that can be, and make someone so unhappy, and make you want to lash out, and so I just, now I, I really kind of feel bad for them now. I really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like, that, the dad just getting up in the middle of her performance, it was, yeah, that was, was uncalled awful. for. Like, yeah. I don't even care how much of a perfectionist you are, that was just being a shitty, shitty parent. Yep. Yep. Like, I think he might be worse than even, like, yeah. anyone else on the show. Yeah. Like Maybe he's the killer! Uh, he might hey, be. Hey, he might come back. <laughs> Mr. Oh, you didn't play that jazz well enough. It's Joseph's dad I, and Miss Grundy. Jason Blossom was a musician. <laughs> Jason Blossom was a musician, right? Because mm-hmm. he went with the teacher before yeah. I studied yeah, with So it is! It is her dad! <laughs> you didn't play that note right, damn it. Josie's dad is the killer. <laughs> but yeah, he's a class yeah. act, a butthole. Yeah. Like, there was uncalled for. I was really mad. Yeah. I don't even like Josie that much, but yeah. I, I felt bad for her I'm for a second. I'm so glad we've gotten to see more about why Like, it makes she sense why she's such. Yeah. Like, Cheryl's a jerk because her family's. A jerk. So mm-hmm. that's kind of a protective wall. Same thing with Josie. She's a jerk because her dad's a jerk. And so that's, again, a protective wall. And how she's... Yeah. It's all... Like, parents! Yeah, it all comes back to the parents. You are terrible. Your kids are going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. Stop! <laughs> Stop. Stop. Um, but Valerie got Thank a little you, bit more Karen friendly with Archie. Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, she did. I'm a big fan of Valerie. You like Valerie? I like the Valerie. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. It's just... Archie and Valerie? Yeah. Why not? I don't know. I just, I don't know if I trust her. I don't know. There's something about her I don't trust. Well, there was the the nod to the comics that we were just talking yeah. about before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the comics that had Valerie and Archie as a couple. Yeah. How did that end in the books? Was that, like, something shady, or was that just, know. like, I don't a... I remember. Yeah. Maybe we'll have uh, 
our producer over here look it up. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I, I you want I, them to get him and Betty to get together, but I just have a feeling it's just never going to happen. Yeah. Well, I think well, it'll happen eventually. Yeah. Like, I think they see this as a long plan. Like, yeah. a lot of CW shows last for at least five-ish plus years. Yeah. So they're probably saying, all right, so the end game will be Betty. But a lot of times in high school and college, you don't always get immediately to the end game, especially nowadays. Maybe back, like in the 60s, you have high school sweetheart, you marry that high school sweetheart, but not anymore. So they're trying to, like, all right, well, let's have these kids date other kids. So I think that's why yeah. right now let's she's have the doing the with Jughead. <laughs> it's the new millennium. Am I right, though? Am I wrong? What was the gay club? Called, it's called the, well, the one sad stripper club is called the Hozone. The Hozone. And then <laughs> the one gay club in town is called Innuendo, which is weird because in episode seven, they do go to a club, which is called the Roving Eye. Oh. And How it many is clubs in Riverdale, are in Riverdale? Which is, I, I think, a mistake because Kevin in the first episode says the only clubs are the Hozone and Innuendo. Well, no, they went the to New York, didn't they? The only clubs he'll go to. Mm-hmm. Then they go to New York. She goes, we'll go to New York. and No, they stayed in Riverdale because then Josie claims, like, uh, my mom's the mayor. So that's how they get out of that whole situation with the club manager at oh, the end. Because oh, right. Reggie talks about, like, oh, yeah, we'll be sure to tell the police how old we are because they were letting them drink and everything. So, oh. Yeah. But yeah, I looked it up and it's called the Roving Eye, and that was not mentioned. So huh. Riverdale has another club. That's Roving so Eye. That's weird. It's because like, it's such a small, like, lame little town. Yeah. Why would you have, like, three nightclubs when. The Club Roving Eye is the killer! <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were in New York, because I know she talked about she got, she escapes to New York and does the things in New York. Maybe it isn't close to New York? Is Riverdale close to New York? Where's Riverdale city? supposed to be? I don't know. <laughs> Um, what do you guys think about Jughead and Betty together? I think it's cute. That's it's a fight. That it's is really cute. cute. It's yeah. not going to last. Well, mm. duh. Again, and not that. Same thing with the Archie and Valerie. I like them, but she's not the forever girl. Nope. Just yeah. like Jughead's <laughs> not the forever guy. But I think for being young and in high school, yeah. <laughs> Jughead needs some love, too. Poor kid. not getting any love anywhere, so... You don't know what he's doing in that janitor's closet. You know. <laughs> you have to get all kinds of love in there. Maybe. <laughs> Revolving door there. I mean, I think that's also kind of a little sidetrack, maybe to make them realize that they do want to be together, Archie and Betty. Exactly. Yeah, little side, you gotta, little side stuff. And well, like, it's, you know what? It's definitely a flash because Betty never acknowledges them as as a thing or even mm-hmm. as an interest. Mm-hmm. Like when, uh, when Ronnie asks her about it, she just like, oh, I was at a moment of need and he was there. And that's it. Like, she doesn't ever say anything to the effect of, well, I like him, or, oh, he's cute, or, oh, he's such a nice guy. Like, we did this and it was nice, you know, or anything. Or, like, we kissed and I I felt sparks. Like, nothing. It's just, oh, I was at a tender moment and and he was there. And I feel like every time he's tender with her, she just... It sparks a memory of something about Polly. And yeah, she's like, she's... oh, the car. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's hiding in the attic. I forgot. Like, he's like, Poor no. Jughead's like, damn it. She's just really not she's into him. And she'll like, put him in the friend zone. Oh. Well, and she's, she's probably still hurting from yeah. being rejected by Archie. So well, yeah. At the, the variety show, when they went to go get the principal or the sheriff or whatever, Archie was singing, she stopped and looks. Like, yeah. she really wanted to be there, but she knew this yeah. was more important, and then she kept running. But it was that look. <clears throat> that longing, like, oh. Yeah, yeah. so she, dreamy. She definitely, mm-hmm. 
like I would too. that's more than a that's apparent. Like yeah. she's definitely yeah, but it's not gonna happen. Still got the feels for Archie. Archie has abs for days, and he's awesome. He's so cute. <laughs> Archie got hot. <laughs> Archie's so hot. I'm looking at the comics and I'm like, whoa, so much better now. <laughs> One of the last things that happened in episode seven is um, Cheryl is talking to her mother. And her mother asks if Cheryl has ever seen Polly do drugs. And Cheryl says, I don't know why. She said, well, you know, we want a good mother for Jason's baby, right? Like, of course. And that prompts Cheryl to go meet uh, Polly and Betty and everyone at Pop's chocolate shop and says, like, I don't think my parents want you in the picture. Like, you have to leave now. Like, do you guys think, what do you guys think the Blossoms had planned for Polly. Oh, yeah. The, to have her have the baby and then take the baby with her. So yeah. she wasn't a fit mother. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Rip the baby but, from yeah. hands. So I think that was Cheryl knows because she's seen her mom manipulate her and Jason like yeah. that. So I'm like, oh, shit. I don't want my my nephew or niece to have to go through that and yeah. Polly lose the baby because that's what would happen. They would take the baby. And Cheryl's intentions, do you think they were pretty honest in that moment? I think so. Because yeah. the thing is, when it comes down to it, she loves her brother. And uh, maybe in a weirder way, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Been determined. I don't, I don't, I don't I, know. You know what? I don't know if I want to know. But I, I think it's genuine. She really cares for Jason. So I think, in honor of his memory, he wouldn't want Polly to not be with the baby. So we'll do what Jason would want and have Polly with the baby. I think. I don't know. Maybe we'll see in the next few episodes. Big swerve, and she turns on Polly. Who knows? Could also be out of rage. Who knows what's gonna happen? Well, I feel like I feel like Cheryl's character has always been in the shadows. You know, like as the little sister or a twin. But you know, she's always been the one like in the shadows of her big brother. And I don't think she ever had an identity. And I think she's having her big like come to Jesus moment, figuring out like who she is. But I'm kind of torn on whether that's going to be like a clear path in her becoming like a, a good guy character or she is just going to absolutely go batshit crazy and like flip her shit and like it's going to be entertaining. But <laughs> like I, I can't, I don't have a feel of where that's going to go yet, yeah. but I feel like this is her, she's finally stepping into a spotlight. And I think that started like probably with the funeral scene. Mm-hmm. You know, when oh, she definitely. showed up yeah. in the white dress yeah. and was, you know, ready to give her her speech that mm-hmm. she was told not to and everything. Um, so I think her character is, is, is on that journey now of finding out who she is without her brother always there for her. Because, mm-hmm. like, you learn about the birthdays, how he was like, no, no, let's have parties together because nobody's going to come to your party. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a thing yeah, I was looking sweet. out for. Yeah. So I think this is her journey, but... I think this is one of the few things in the show where it's like, I don't know. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't even, I can't decide one way or the other of where that's going. Like, other things I feel more confident, like, oh, this is going to happen there. No, this person's going to do this. But with Cheryl, it's like, man, she could really go one way or the other right Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. I think she'll be back and forth a lot. I think she'll be like, this snooty character you want to punch in the face because she does something, like, mean girlish. But then she'll show that she really does have a heart. So I think she'll be that character that we see a lot. I feel like it shows up a lot in, like, the maybe not so much superhero-y CW shows, but the other CW shows. You always have that, like, mean girl, like, bitch character, but sometimes has a hidden heart. Mm -hmm. So I think that was her hidden heart moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Did so, your opinion of her change at all? It has, because I like just her. really didn't yeah. like her, but I did see her in a little bit different light now. Yeah. And so I do agree. I think that, you know, she's, now that you know even more about her family and how they've treated her, you know, she's just going to put her wall up. And for a while, and just because she still, A, she has a chip on her shoulder, but she also just, maybe because she's been hurt so much yep. that she doesn't want any more hurt to, like, let in. Yep. And um, it, it's going to come to a point where I do think maybe she's just going to blow. And she blow up and just be like, I, I can't do this anymore. And just, like, either she's just going to unleash on everybody, or she's just going to have a breakdown yeah, and just be like, I, I need yeah. someone to love me and care about me. You know, she, maybe she's going to open up to people that way, and where she's going to let people in. So I'd like to see her do that i'd like to see her like do you, do you think soft. starting in as soon as like episode eight that now that she's had her she essentially like um uh she turned mm-hmm. like from her parents side you know to go help polly and betty at pops yeah. do you think we're going to start seeing her kind of siding with them more like going behind her yeah, parents back a so. lot now and like so. feeding yeah. information yeah. and like mm-hmm. really taking a side yeah. with it and then Maybe that's what snaps her is like after she's like sides with that like the family absolutely the family her, bond comes back. Her mom back threatened and, her too and was like, you know, we'll send you away. Yeah, to Europe. You know, to Europe. And <laughs> if so anyone you're like, would okay, have bitch. You. Yeah. <laughs> and so like maybe she, yeah, she'll probably retaliate mm-hmm. and you know because I think she wants to know just as much as anyone else who did this to her brother. Because now I'm thinking more and more about it, there's no way that she she did it because she did love him. You know, mm-hmm. there's that bond between twins that you know that, that's there. Twin tuition. Twin tuition. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, twin tuition. Um, so Veronica and her mother have an interesting relationship. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the next few episodes we'll probably see a lot more of Hiram. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know who's been cast. Who did you say you wanted? <laughs> With Jason Priestley. I'll say last year. <laughs> or last episode. Jason Priestley. <laughs> We're not going to get Ian because he's too busy with the Sharknado series. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what about Zach Morris? Brian oh, Austin Green. Oh, gosh, yes. Jeez, oh, yeah. Screech. Mark Paul Gosler. Yes. Screech. <laughs> Jason David Frank is coming back on the scene. Maybe get some Tommy Oliver up in Listen, up in there. We need to, like, now just get run all through the 80s and 90s. It's Tom Selleck. Grandpa? I think he actually. Hey, he's still a little That's a little old, though. I I love all, like, the 90s, like, yeah. personalities, like, showing up. Like, I mean, that's at least... Oh man, I'm really thinking about this. Some, yeah, <laughs> some player, somewhere in our average, we're all like the Jack Wagner. No, I'm just I'm trying to like think of like random guys that could be the dad. John Stamos. Oh my god. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. That'd be great. Jesse. <laughs> busy with screen. Oh, he'll so. find. He'll find a way. Is there a third season? What? Uh, Dave Coulier. <laughs> he wants to Come on, Riverdale, cut it out. Yeah. Hiram is a goofball. I love it. He's the killer. He's the killer. <laughs> I came up to, to Jason. Cut it out. Bob Saget. Well, there is a lot of... Uh, well, I mean, he's a dirty man. Yep. He's dirty. So, apparently... Maybe Bob Saget is... He'll sleep around with all the girls in the school the music teacher's, game. like, counterpart. Oh, my God. Hey, lady. What's up? Yeah. They, they, they go like after the I young see. kids together. Oh, man. So apparently we will find out the killer by the end of this season. Really? It's only really? a few episodes away. That's interesting. Um, what do you guys think about that? I mean, is that bode well for season two? How do mm. they? I think how it's do, fine. How do we keep going? Uh, it's fine. We go depends who the killer is. You yeah. know, if it, if the killer is a main character, mm-hmm. that could set up a dynamic for the um, the aftermath mm-hmm. of it, mm-hmm. and that could be your season two right there. Yeah. If it's 
something which I still kind of feel like it'll be someone out of the blue, like at the end, like old man withers like or Josie's dad yeah or Josie's dad (laughs) um you know then it's you know that oh well okay now we got to pick a new drama for the next season so it it depends on who the killer is on on how well the show writer has stated that in season two we'll have a new big bad but it will be someone that you could recognize from the comics so I have no idea. Damn it! I haven't read yeah. any of the comics. <laughs> Get on it! Here they all are. Right oh. on the table. <laughs> so coming to that, like theories. Uh, Jason Blossom's murderer. Since we're gonna find out in the next few episodes, what are your theories? Anything uh, more than the last couple episodes? Or <sighs> Come back because to you think it's the Coopers are too easy. You said. Yeah, it's too easy. Okay. Well, wait. Uh, when we started talking about episode five. It felt like they were setting up that the dad was covering, mm-hmm. like I definitely from that episode I got the feeling that the dad was co- covering the mom. So maybe like the mom maybe she didn't do it, but she definitely had a part in it. And oh, oh Leva's oh. having a, a mindful <laughs> moment. Let it out, girl. What if it's like a court of owls type thing, where it's like <laughs> a hidden like group of adults, since all the parents are like assholes, and they're like they knew that Jason Blossom was selling drugs, so the like, they just get rid of them. Yeah, so it was like a party of the parents. <laughs> like so, it's Josie's dad, well, Betty's yeah. mom, Archie's mom, like. It's like the maple syrup and then Illuminati. They duped, they duped <laughs> Jughead's <laughs> dad to hide the evidence. The maple yeah. syrup Illuminati. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. causing drama. That maple syrup. Yeah. It's like yeah, secret. The court and it goes back for generations because obviously the they started yeah. marketing yeah. Riverdale maple Green. syrup yet. <laughs> they should. They, they should. absolutely <laughs> should. Mm-hmm. Like, legit. It, I mean, has I, a, it has a bite. Though. I think it's, it's like not a, sweet. <laughs> it's a hidden it's spiked with bourbon. Yeah. So do you do you fully trust Polly though? No. Uh, much of, I don't think you know yeah. enough about her yet. Really, I feel like I don't know enough enough to make a judgment. I just want her to be batshit crazy. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> that's all I want. I think that'd be great. You want Polly to be crazy? Yeah. I think you've already got that. Well, yeah, but more. Like. <laughs> so she has the baby and it's like demon spawn. Yeah. <laughs> Rosemary's baby. We go oh. really different direction. Then we have to discuss this I on the I, so I, I don't. I mean, Polly seems all right. I feel like she's going to be a thorn in Betty's side. I feel like yeah. I feel like she's going to keep messing up. And Betty's going to still be like, here, let me fix this. Here, let me do this for you. Yeah. And it's going to be just a burden eventually mm-hmm. for for the Betty. Next, but it will yeah. give something, honestly, for Betty to do. <laughs> the next murder will be Polly. She'll be killed. If there's another murder. I mean, if there's an Illuminati in Riverdale, someone else She's is going to get murdered soon. She's out. crazy she out. I'm standing strong with this idea. I mm-hmm. think they duped Mr. Cooper. I can't remember his name. Dad Cooper into here you have to destroy the evidence. But he's like he's just like a pawn and so is like Jughead's dad. I don't even think Jughead's dad knows that Jughead's there. I think <laughs> he here, he's so drunk guy. he doesn't know <laughs> that Jacket's Jacket's in his Where did this come from? What is this? <laughs> Not my color. I, I think it's all the Illuminati, man. It's the court of maple. The court of maple. <laughs> the court of maple. <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna side a little bit with Leva on this because that whole that whole history, the story of the Maple and the family mm-hmm. feuding, like mm-hmm. that was a long, detailed yeah. story. That, that and that I mean, be a reason the for main that. focus of these three episodes that we're discussing is the parents. Yeah. So it's like, why would they go into such detail on all the history and the, the parents? Maple and the Maple Illuminati. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's obviously something that has been going on in Riverdale for a while. Way to go, Pip. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Good job. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that theory. That's my that's my theory. <laughs> and Josie's dad has the musical theme. <laughs> the Court of Maple. <laughs> Gotta be jazz though. Oh my god. <laughs> it better be right. All the notes better be right or else. <laughs> or he's gonna walk out. Oh, so what about you? What do you do? I don't wanna call him Josie's dad anymore, so I'm calling him douche canoe. I, yeah. <laughs> I've been going back and forth on everybody because I it's like um we're watching Andre Meadows, uh Black Nerd on YouTube. Um his reviews are fantastic. And he does not trust anybody and neither nope. do I. And um also Kevin. Can we get a Kevin backstory? Like what's going on with Kevin? Like yeah, he's there him. every episode, but what do we really know, you well, know? Didn't Kevin got his close up? that Andre likes to point yeah. out. Like, whenever mm-hmm. something is about to be real or whatever, there's this, like, random close-up yeah. of that person. Yeah, bringing up the talent of Mr. Kevin Ripley. got his close-up. Yeah. Where's his story? Yeah. Maybe oh. we get that I want a Kevin backstory. I want an Asian dude bro Reggie backstory. Asian dude bro Which, Reggie. Which, Andre, that is what he's dubbed him, and I love it. Yes, so. and if somebody hasn't already, that needs to be a T-shirt. And yeah. give yes. us the link, because we will all wear that T-shirt. Yeah. Asian Dude Bro Reggie. Maybe right. one of them did it. It was oh. Asian Dude Bro Reggie all along. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I mean, That's... he's been hiding in the background. What, yeah. yeah. Lurking like a creeper. He really wanted the number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, he wanted that yeah. football number. Yep. Well, guys, that about wraps it up for tonight. Um, thank you all for joining us. And where can we find you all on social media? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram under Wrestling Leva, as well as Twitch. Hang out with me while I play video games. It's a lot of fun. Wrestling Leva on Twitch as well. Uh, you can also check out Leva's Random Life, the vlog. You can find that on the Geek Soapbox dot rocks, as well as this podcast and all of our other podcasts. Doing. All Just our like other Lee. podcasts, like the hey. new Checklist of Horror podcast, Woo-hoo. where you can find me. Um, you can email me at checklistofhorror at gmail.com. That's C-Z-E-C-H, list of horror at gmail.com, or Twitter at horror checklist, and that's C-Z-E-C-H as well. And plug in for the checklist show we have our first episode up which discusses the february delivery of the blu-ray movies in the horror pack subscription service we'll have episode two up shortly if you're into the movie alien that's what we're going to be talking about um you can find me on facebook and instagram and just under my name jamie hines and um i'm on twitter but i have not posted anything (laughs) since 2012 when i was at Publix getting a delicious sub yes they're the best subs on this earth okay so she's waiting for you dear listeners to tweet her (laughs) so so she can make her return to the twitterverse i'll make my grand return don't let her down (laughs) and i think that actually that's under we found it under spa girl yeah so spa girl 75 Spa girl, at Spa Girl seventy five. Yes. So I promise, then I will re, I will rebirth myself into the. As a personal request, please tweet the shit out of her. <laughs> Anything and everything. And we can talk about public subs Publix, if you want. They're delicious. Riverdale, you had whatever. One. Whatever you want. Cats. Cats. <laughs> And you can find me on um, Twitter at, at Z underscore Kelly, that's Z-E-E underscore Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y. Or you can follow the Blue and Gold on Twitter at B-A-G Riverdale. That is Bag Riverdale, Blue <laughs> and Gold Riverdale. 
Um, <laughs> be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Leave a rating and review, and check out our website, thegeeksoapbox.rocks, for links to all our other videos and podcasts. And from all of us here in Riverdale, the Blue and Gold is signing off. Until next time, Bulldogs, K-I-T, and don't ever change. The Blue and Gold, a Riverdale podcast, is a TGS Entertainment production. Produced by Kelly Z and Michael Lee Ponton, and directed by Michael Lee Ponton.